I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. Stunning Stancy at your service. To my right, ravishing Ro Moran. Again, no Rowdy Raf Camus this week. And I really think I really think now that he's only there when it's at his house. Oh, nice. At least since WrestleMania happened, no? Sorry, I'm watching your technician play Red Alert 2. <laughs> and I miss this game. <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't mean to throw them under the bus, but... He's not the first technician who I caught playing games on that. Yeah, but the, the technician kanina was like three three p.m. I'm not throwing them under the bus. Red Alert two, so it's okay. <laughs> I guess. Right. Uh, well, Civil War came out in movies this week. Ro hasn't seen it. I yeah, have. no, no. You know, I was gonna go see it uh, with my girlfriend. Um, nakahanap siya. Apparently, SMRA. Yeah. Uh, has like. I wouldn't say 24 hours, but they screen movies at like the wee small hours of the morning. Yung light mall, uh, they, they uh, screen it at 12 it's for, it's for the call centers. No, not just that, not just the midnight show. Man, it's a 3 a.m. show. Oh, okay. So we were gonna go there, and yeah. I was ready to man, you know, since um, nowadays I wake up in the middle of the night because it's so hot. Uh huh. And I was prepared, but apparently she was too tired. Damn. So it's okay. Right. I, I embraced him on the fact now. Okay, how we can Well, uh, like like I said before, we hit record. Knowing you, knowing the huge Spider-Man fan mm-hmm. that you are, you will be happy with with Spidey mm-hmm. at the very least. <laughs> and since you know, since we talked about Spidey, everyone's been wondering how Marissa Tomei would fare as Aunt May. <laughs> I liked her. for Aunt May. You know, Aunt May's always been old in her late sixties, at least. Yeah, and and we saw that with Sally Field, right? oh. the last uh, the last uh, actress to play Aunt May. Um, but Marissa Tomei did fine. I mean, considering uh, this Peter Parker we saw in it's Civil War young. is very young, right? so the age difference kind of makes sense when he's in his twenties and mm. she's supposedly in her sixties. Um, uh, there were people who pointed out, nah, uh, you know, th- they're man. I don't want to. I, I don't want to say that. Well, anymore. Yeah, they but they I, they I guess they. suffice it to say. Su- suffice it to say that. The civil war that you will see in the movies is very different from the civil war in the source material. That one was pretty obvious. Like I don't need to watch Civil War to know that I'm it's obviously not I know. Thing is there are people who are still expecting. Yeah, there are Did people you not who see the expecting. trailers? I swear to God. I think one of the big takeaways after well, having I'm seen the entire na, film na, 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 neighbor, na sa, Yeah, sure But, you know, I think, I think the, the takeaway was that This Civil War was written for the MCU talaga, Yeah, like a culmination, obviously Like a culmination of Phase yeah. 1 and Phase 2 So kasi, you, you have to level your expectations And, no, it's obvious someone from the trailer Did no one see it? Did these people not see the trailers? I, I wouldn't know 
Obviously not kasi nangge-expect pa sila ng ano ng ma- ng malawakang digmaan. <laughs> uh, but the movie is quite long. So it's 2 hours 35. Uh, no, yeah. No. Well, with all the people in the movie that that's you know, that that should be you know. I think Batman vs Superman was you know, not as long I think. Yeah, it was kind of the same length. Pero same. mas dragging si BVS. Oh, I guess that's what I'm saying. Right. Diba? But with, with this one, maganda is everyone got a chance to speak their thoughts, their uh-huh. opinions on the issue at hand. So, walang na for the most part. That's so good. That's that good. was good. Um, but on the poster, you see at least 10 superheroes. Yeah. And all, that's of not, them, all of them get their chance to shine. That's not even enough. Um, it's not even like the whole, the half of it when it comes to the source material. Yes. Uh, like the source material itself, but you have all the Marvel superheroes pretty much uh, being part of it. I don't know if it counts like... I have my suspicions, but should I ask you this off okay. the air? No, no, no. You can ask the question, and if I choose not to answer it, that means whatever I say will spoil the movie. Okay, okay. from the trailers, this is not a spoiler. This is, it's from the trailers. Yeah. Black Panther is on Team, Team Tony. Okay. That's that's not a spoiler. Yeah, it's on the you, trailer. you can get that from the trailer. Uh, is it because something happened in Wakanda that, could, that people can blame on superheroes? No, no, no. Really? Not like uh, not like Bruce Wayne in BVS. It is a vague no, and I will not go into specifics because of spoilery. Okay, okay. That's yung after seeing the trailer, the, the final trailer. Uh huh. So, you know, that's all. I will, I will keep my answer at that. Um, I have to say, though, since you mentioned Black Panther, he stood out. And, pre- and Chadwick Boseman was, No, no, no. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman was really no, no. good. Our first black superhero was War Machine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I, I love how Chadwick Boseman gave life to T'Challa. And mm. uh, the voice, the accent, um, everything about uh, the portrayal of Black Panther was mm. so good that it made me look forward to the Black Panther movie. Which I think comes out in 2018. Bago pa nga Black Panther Civil War. Excited na sa Black Panther movie. And I think the reason why they were able to um, make Black Panther have this much of an impact mm. is how seamlessly they wrote him into the, uh. the, the mythos of the MCU. Okay. Because normally, you have characters like Thor, Ant-Man, they had to have their own standalone movie first before you put them into the ensemble cast. Mm. Right? Well, it just, no, it just so happens that this movie came before... Uh, the Black Panther movie. I mean, the schedule of Civil War before Black Panther. I don't know if you know this, but they included Black Panther because at first they weren't sure if they could include Spidey. Okay. So they weren't sure if they could get the rights from Sony and, mm. and Fox, diba? So they had to think of another character they could write into the storyline that would change the, the, the playing field, level the playing field a bit for, for Team Tony or whoever. Mm. So they thought of Black Panther. That's how he came into the picture. And then when they got the rights to Spider-Man from Fox and Sony... They were like, okay, this makes it so much easier and so much better now that all of these characters are able to converge. Okay, question. It's also not spoilerific because uh, this the premise is already laid out in the trailer. So, which side of the argument are you on? You don't have to have sight. You know, you don't have to cite what happens in the movie just based on the premise, uh, which is pretty graphified. For those who don't understand the premise, it's pretty much. Um, uh, Team Tony is on the side of regulation, regulating superheroes because they're too strong for the rest of humanity. Uh, on the other hand, Team Steve is for civil liberties, and he doesn't want to be held down by regulation because that might be uh, overstepping the government's boundaries on, you know, personal rights for personal freedoms. More like uh, at least 
the Steve Rogers of the MCU is afraid na uh, the, the the regulation or the control might fall into the wrong hands. Because yeah, he's yeah. by Shield being infiltrated by Hydra. Okay. So there, that that was his main. Oh, that's main, also not spoilerific. Yeah, it's not. It's not because it happened before. But uh, right? it's in it. Um, no, no, no. That's also kind of what he what he's about in the in the comic. Right. Um, it just he he doesn't want it to be super right wing. I say the actual reg- regulation registration. Yeah. So knowing all of those things, which side are you on? Uh, entering the movie, I was on Team Cap, and that's because I read the book. Oh, yeah. So I was on Team Cap, and then while watching it, slowly I was kind of being converted to Team Iron Man. Yun. But at the end of it, <laughs> at the end of it though, I could see both arguments, and I oh, yeah. I, I left the, the movie feeling undecided now. Because wow. I could see the merits of both sides. Yeah. And I will admit that I will watch the movie another two times at least. <laughs> and I don't even think I can come up with a straight answer for which team I'm on by then. Oh, uh, it's which, which team are yeah, you yeah, on? Yeah. Um, at first, when I first read the comic, like, uh, what, years ago, Chempre, you know, Pahul, you don't want to be held down by the man, yeah. you know? So, at first, you're Team Cap. Because, you know, freedoms and civil liberties, all that shit. Or more like you don't want. Everyone knowing your secret identity, so you don't get a Gwen Stacy. That's again. also enough. Yeah, that's also one thing. But uh, that is enough. Part of the civil liberties. Now you're free to operate as you would, as you wish. Yeah. But when I went to law school, that's and you know, and then I learned about how the government is liable for everything, uh, how the government is accountable, and how government agents are accountable for what they do out there in in the country in the state. Um, Within society, I became more for Team Iron Man. All right. Because of course, what he said is what Tony says in the trailer is right. Somebody has to regulate the power. But they are too powerful for the rest of us. They essentially can't be gods. Oh. Because uh, Team Tony's fear is that if all the superheroes could do as they wish, then they would be no different from gods. Exactly. And that would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. And you do need to hold superheroes accountable. Because if you notice. So so much shit gets blown up in every superhero movie. It, it's kind of like Batman versus Superman oh. when you think about it. Because oh, right? Batman wants to hold Superman mm-hmm. accountable for the shit in Metropolis. Uh, trivia, BVS, the original B- BVS, is actually more true to, to the original Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but now, it just so, so happened that they, they, they fucked it up. Yeah. Anyway, so Civil War, go watch it if you haven't yet. And uh, yeah, I, I promise not to spoil it. Okay, on the game and spoiler. Yeah. You can't say it's spoiler. Yeah. I, I, there was this one dude right, who said on, on SGP, now, yeah, you, got, you guys spoiled Batman vs. Yeah, Superman. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. So this to be time, fa- we to promise. be fair, guy, I forgot, you, I forgot which one you were. Uh, we did say that uh, we were talking about it like at a time where we figured most people would have seen it already. Yeah, because we're still at so there. Uh, so if you, uh, no, sige, um, please do let us know which side you're on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, we can take this to Twitter. It's at underscore Stancy and at Row is War, and for the podcast at the SGP podcast. It's ironic that uh, BVS was premised on the same, was hinged on the same premise, but it didn't. I guess it didn't inspire this kind of discussion when it should have. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I'm beginning to have more and more thoughts about Zack Snyder and how he. Operated within the Batman Superman universe, uh, I'll leave that at Twitter. Um, big big things happened since we last recorded a podcast. It, mere hours after we had our sandwich session, we got the news that China passed away. You know, mere hours, like the next day. 
It was the next day. Yeah, siguro mga lunchtime the next yeah, day. Yeah, it, it was lunchtime. Yeah, so so that happened and it was kind of shocking mostly because of how young she was when she passed. Uh, she was 45 and I will admit that I never got to watch her stuff a lot because I was in and out of the fandom as a young boy. Mm. Like my my mom did her best to keep me away from wrestling. My dad would watch, so he knew China well uh, as a character. Uh, but I, I don't have any personal recollections of having. Watched I don't China. have any. Yeah, me neither. But every but of of course you would know China because she was the the chick who looked like a dude. She was an icon. Mm. And I, I guess back then we just didn't realize how big that was. Nah. China was able to wrestle like a guy. Yeah. Or as one of the boys. Yeah. But when you think about it now, she is still the only woman to have ever won the IC title. No, that's not true. I mean, well, yes, she is the first woman to have won uh, a male championship, but there have, there have been other women. To who, have held the IC title? No, not, not the IC title, but, you know, like Jacqueline's won the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh-huh. But that came after China won, right? mm. so like she was a trailblazer. Mm, yeah, yeah. So she was a pioneer. She was a trailblazer. Uh, she she broke barriers. We all know this. We've seen this on social media. And I guess for all of the good things that people are saying now, especially um, you know, now that she's passed, and we always look at things in a different light after somebody has passed. I guess the question uh, that everyone is begging to ask is: Did WWE do her right? It, what what in what way are you talking about the video package no, no, no like ev- everything uh, the way that they handled um, her separation well, the way that they handled everything after her death all of all of those things the consensus is uh, they're both at fault both parties are at fault nah okay, WWE was not as warm as it could have been but at the same time China wasn't as you know as what's the right word for it she wasn't as Behaved after she left? Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's a, a, a good way to, uh, a tame way to put it. Like she didn't make the best choices. Oh. No, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, not, not saying porn. Yeah. Because, you know, anyone can do porn if you really want to. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, you know, accusing Triple H of domestic abuse or rape, stuff like that. that that's not going to get you brownie points with anyone, especially when you know you're lying about stuff like that. I think the biggest thing that really upsets me about the China situation relative to WWE mm. is the fact that um, they had the chance to mend the fences. And yet the best that they could do was, number one, not take her phone calls. Number two, have Triple H go on Stone Cold's podcast. And when Stone Cold asks if China deserved to be in the Hall of Fame, his response was, no, because kids can Google her and look at what she did in the past, mm. which is the porn, no. right? And yet you look at the Hall of Fame and you have... Documented Sunny. racists, uh. other porn stars like Sunny, people who have killed other people or or, or have done bad things in general, diba. Right? Um, you have Snoop Dogg who is a member of the Crips, which is a gang in LA, mm. diba. Right? Not exactly the best example either. Um, y- uh, you have people who've um, gone through drug abuse and shit. People like Jake the Snake Roberts, diba. Right? They've also gone down uh, that that spiral, and yet. Why single out China? I think because yeah, she wasn't as friendly to you know her old friends. Parang she just she kind of burned those bridges and then ended up trying to rebuild them, but also burning them down at the same time. That makes sense. Parang she just wasn't on her best behavior. You know, I I find that. I find that strange, especially since when you look at Twitter and when you listen to all these interviews, like 
uh, a lot of people would say that she was a nice person. She had a sweetheart, you know, and uh, the, the stuff that Mick Foley posted on his Facebook page. So you kind of find it hard to reconcile. Right? And we, we don't know anything. We are outsiders, right? We're on the outside looking in. You can be a sweetheart and still make bad choices, you know? Man, I just... Ang thing ko lang with her legacy. Can't put it together. Ang, uh, and I don't mean to offend anyone who was a fan. But we recognize her as this trailblazer. But in doing so, we kind of have to consider the fact that she broke those barriers, but she had to look the way she did to break those barriers. I'm not saying that her appearance isn't any less, or, you know, doesn't make her any less of a woman. But we all know that it's because she looks closer to a guy that as a woman she was able to break those barriers you yeah, know you know what, what I'm you're saying? trying to say is if she looked like Kelly Kelly she yeah, wouldn't have been in the exactly, position she yeah. was in oh Which, so there's there is some sort of disconnect for me I, I guess it makes sense in that way but the counter argument to that was it didn't matter how she looked it was how she was eh? I mean she was a bodybuilder she was a fitness that's trainer. true that's true but that, that was her build and it, it wasn't like anyone pegged her in that role oh, no. that was something she chose to do on her own and whether or not she realized that that form that her body took would end up blazing a trail for her and other women I don't think that was even within uh, even something she considered that may be true but if she didn't look that way, she wouldn't. She wouldn't have been a trailblazer, you know. She wouldn't have won. You know, she wouldn't have won male championships. But does it matter at the end of the day? Because I think yung basehan parin ng whether or not her impact was huge is the fact that she was born a woman. She was a woman. Yeah. So by that mere fact alone, regardless of how she looked, the mere fact that she was able to place herself in that position and get far. Uh, in her in her four year run with the company, I guess her problem with it. Lang, it says it, something about her ability. No, yeah, it does. It does. I'm not taking away anything from her ability, but uh, if you were to say to a girl who uh, um, who aspires to be a wrestler or, or is already a wrestler, maybe say Sasha Banks, if you were to tell her that you can do this too, would you realistically expect her to do what China was able to do? And still look the way, and not look like China, or not have the same strength as China. I think that question is not something you can answer with an easy yes or no. Yeah. Mainly because, like today, must aware natayo with the consequences of things like steroids yeah. or, or concussions and all that shit. I'm, I'm People just, are more careful now. I'm just saying, can you really tell a girl who wants to wrestle or is a wrestler that she can do the same things China does if she doesn't look like China? That's that's, that's my problem with this legacy. No, I just think. I just think that's a very cynical point of view. It's, it, it's cynical, yes, um, but it's an it's it's just being a bit real. I mean, you know, taking realism into context. It, it's kind of realistic like, expectations. It, it's kind of like comparing male wrestlers to say a Daniel Bryan or a Triple H. you can be a Triple H as long as you don't look like a Daniel Bryan. I think that's what you're trying to say. But, a Daniel Bryan can only succeed if you beat yourself up so much to the point that you'll probably have to retire at 34. Which is the truth. Exactly. I think, no, no, I'm just trying to phrase it. Yeah, 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 exactly. I think that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, exactly. It is what I'm trying to say. Now, um, you you can be X if you are Y and not Z. Yeah. So there is still a mold. Like what what you're trying to say is no matter how we say it, nah, the, the the wrestling industry in 2016 no longer has a mold. You're trying to tell me na meron pa rin. Uh, but the easier answer is you won't find this mold if you 
keep looking at WWE. You know. Uh huh. Um, I can't say anything because it's gonna spoil stuff in certain promotions. <laughs> but it, you can't look at WWE and find this paradigm that anyone can literally do anything they want, uh-huh. regardless of what they look like. Uh huh. So that's it's just sad. I think that I mean no, I, even I, though even I though understand. we uh, China's uh, achievements and legacy deserve to be celebrated, but I think we also have to um, look a little closer and and you know look at and take into consideration, take into account the flaws that her legacy um, pretty much highlights. I think while that is a valid yet cynical way of looking at things, it's also well, it's only cynical because you don't find it. Uplifting. Yeah, yeah. Which which leads me to my next point. Now, everything is much more positive. It's much more uplifting after a person passes away. Mm-hmm. But everything they did, everything about them is talked about in a more positive light. Example, Eddie Guerrero. Oh. But after he passed away, he's become a saint to the wrestling community. Mm-hmm. He's a hero to me. I'm sure he was also a hero to you. Yeah. Uh, to, to a lot of people our generation who grew up watching his stuff. But I, I guess some older fans, older generations of fans, they probably don't feel the same way. Prob- uh, you know, because like ibay nakita nila, or they were exposed to him much longer. It's it's kind of the same with with China, uh, especially given uh, it's a different generation of fans that that grew up watching her as opposed to the well, fans right now. To be fair, uh, the the fans who grew up watching her love her. They love her. They don't say anything bad about her. Uh huh. So it doesn't really match yung analogy mo. I guess what I'm trying to say is, parang what you try to do is to to ground the way we're all looking at China now that she's gone. I'm not grounding the way we look at China per se. I'm grounding the way her. I'm, I'm grounding the way we look at her legacy and you know what it implies for. Uh, aspiring wrestlers, especially females, and what you know, what what people think they can do just because of China. It's not her. It's not really her. We're, I'm leaving her alone. Yeah. I'm just saying that it doesn't change much. Is what I'm saying. Right. And like, I I wonder. Um, I wonder what Sasha Banks's ultimate goal is in the wrestling business. I'm like, pretty sure she's, she's transparent about it. Like, what, what, in her interview, she talks about wanting to main event WrestleMania and all, all those things. Oh. But when she says that, I find it hard to believe exactly. na, na it would actually come true one day. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And that's independent of looking at China, her life, and her legacy. It's independent, yes, but it's related. It, um, you know, China's legacy kind of sh- sheds some light on why you feel it's not going to happen. Um. I, w- I want to uh, shift gears while, while still talking about the China thing and, and talk about this article I read on, on the Gawker Network. See. Something about how China deserved better. Yeah, so, she did. So, so that article says that uh, she deserved so much better from what she got from the business and from WWE. And w- when you think about it, um, everything, like I said earlier, is talked about in an uplifting light after a person passes away. But at the same time, because WWE never made an effort to actually... Rebuild that bridge with China. Mm. Any hope of having that feel-good moment died along with the woman. Because mm. in in this world of wrestling, where comebacks half in a dime a dozen, they're always there. Uh, I think it, I think it just needed some more time. Like 
we have we had the ultimate warrior that took forever yeah it took to forever fix. but it never happened with the macho man sure diba namatay na rin siya before they decided to induct him and parang ganito rin yung mangyayari kay china like i think the closest analogy to like the, in, in terms of relationships is Macho Man Randy Savage. I think the PR question, kasi here is, what would you have done if you were WWE? Would if, kasi if you ignore it, you're you're a dick. You're you're a bigger dick than you were before when she was alive. Yeah. But if you don't ignore it, and then if you acknowledge it, like they did on Raw this week. Yeah. Uh, and on social media, right after it happened, you are a pandering opportunist. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so which would you rather take? I say, I would rather be the pandering opportunist. Kasi even if. I'm seen as exploitative. Not necessarily exploitative, but more of but uh, in being in death or you know in light of death. I would rather be seen as someone who acknowledged eventually um, what China did. That even though it took her death, it took her dying for me to acknowledge it, rather than someone who never acknowledged it at all. No, I'm with you there, but I I, I want to go back to you exploitative bit, but because I think there will be people who will say that WWE will be exploitative when that Hall of Fame induction comes. Sure, I I uh, um you know how first of all WWE is always hungry for attention, mm. right? And and China was such a mainstream name, eh? even people who didn't watch wrestling. Knew about yeah, it, yeah, yeah, right? true, true. and uh, like I saw all these posts on my feed from people I never knew were even aware of wrestling, never knew were even aware of China. So, if and when I'm I, I'm putting my weight on Wayne, when when China gets that Hall of Fame induction, there will be people people who say nah, it was very exploitative of them. They just want to get everyone's attention um, and to take advantage of the death, kind of like how after Eddie died, uh, they exploited his death, quote unquote. By having Rey Mysterio win and and, and you know all all, uh, all that on, jazz. On the other side of that coin, because is that you get um, you get some complaints from people who would expect China to get in the Hall of Fame now more than ever that she's dead. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Now there is the bigger the bigger con when when you ignore her altogether uh. as they've done over the last t- uh, 10, 15 years, mm. right? So it, I don't think it's a question if. Gagawin nila o hindi? Kasi gagawin nila. Yeah, gagawin nila. Gagawin nila yan. Um, the question is, is it too late? And I think the, the answer is a resounding yes. It, it's too little too late. It's too late, but at the same time, yun nga, gagawin pa rin nila. Yeah, no one's gonna stop them. Diba? Um, nasa yun na yun eh, as a fan, to determine... Um, but I mean, it's too late, pero kailangan pa rin nilang gawin. Yes, yes. And, you know, we're, we're not gonna absolve them of that. I just wanted to get it out there now. Uh, whatever they do moving forward will be too late because they missed out on the chance to repair that bridge, to repair that relationship while she was still alive. Right. So, yeah, um, I think we can close it on uh, that well, note. Well, you call me cynical about the whole China thing, but uh, this is what I actually want to say. In light of China's death, I'd like everyone listening to the podcast and generally anyone who is um, who loved China in some way, some form... Whether in her career or in death, um, if you have someone who is troubled in your life, like if if there's someone in your life who is feeling some sort of depression, some mental illness, some condition that makes them feel like they're not the person they were meant to be, um, makes them feel incomplete, if you will. Um, maybe you, if the best way to honor China is to reach out to that person in your life and. Help them out. Try to help them out. Even though, even if they're, 
um, not as open to being helped out, even if they feel like they're too proud to be helped out. Just try and help out. Because um, I think with the biggest lesson that we can get from China's death and you know subsequent life after WWE is that uh, there were demons tormenting her. And if only someone knew the right way to handle those demons and help her out, maybe she wouldn't have died so early. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, just, I think that is the best way we can honor the memory of China. All right. So I'm not going to tell you to watch a porno or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, well, since I'm on the network now, I'll, I'll probably watch... There's no porno on the network! I will probably watch some of her matches. So. Good housekeeping and then that. that. Wait, no, what, is, what is good housekeeping? The, the, the Intercontinental Championship match. Oh, yeah, yeah, I watched that. I, I watched that uh, right after she died. Anyway, um, so rest in power, China. And yeah, we can close the book on that. Let's talk about NXT really quickly because the landscape has changed over the, uh, the last week as well. Samoa Joe finally won the NXT Championship at a house show in Lowell, Massachusetts. And they didn't show the match on this week's episode of NXT. They just showed highlights. Uh, particularly the one spot where uh, a couple spots where you Finn didn't and, much. no they didn't yeah, they didn't that's interesting I thought they were gonna nope. show the whole match highlights like some parts where Finn looked dominant some parts where Joe looked dominant and then the finish where uh, Finn got caught up in the ropes you ankle you injure and then no, I wish they Joe put hits it on, him with a muscle buster I wish they put it on the network they should then no? I mean it's a championship match oh, but then again it doesn't have to be the whole live event yeah, so with Samoa Joe winning the NXT Championship, rumors are abound that Finn Balor was supposed to have shown up on Raw this week, but he didn't. I didn't want him to show up on Raw. I wanted to show up on the, on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I, I, I will agree there. Because I think you make a bigger impact when you do it on a bigger stage. Oh, so if you do it on Raw, you blew, you blew your load too early. Which is like if, if said load is all of the call ups, puta lahat nila nila before a pay per view, yeah. and that would suck because they just crapped o- crapped over themselves. So um, that being said, I think this is happening. Like I think, oh yeah, I, I think it's definitely happening. It's it's Balor with Gallows and Anderson. It, the fact that you pull off the, the title switch at a house show, not necessarily just because you want live events to have that anything can happen feeling. Yeah, but obviously. There was some last-minute decision to call Finn up happening, you know, around that time. So you might as well pull the trigger. And you don't wait for another taping. Just I guess do my, it. my question there would have been, if it wasn't supposed to happen now, when was it supposed to happen? What do you mean? I mean, if, if um, but there was a last-minute decision to call Finn up, mm. what was the original plan? When would he have uh, been called up? I don't expect you to know that, but like uh, the best scenario, just, WrestleMania, as in alongside Corbin in the Battle Royal, yeah, or something. no, not, 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 or in not the Shane Battle McMahon Royal. match, yeah, the Shane McMahon match. Um, yeah, but so obviously that didn't happen. So the Gallows Anderson storyline obviously will affect the main event, uh, Reigns versus Styles. There is still that question whether or not they are aligned, but we all see where this is coming. So, does AJ Styles get people to back him up, or does Roman Reigns get people to back him up? What do you mean? Um, if it becomes like no, I don't think AJ needs I a don't Balor think, club. I think AJ has to be the true one versus all. So that put yung conquering hero that doesn't need anyone's help. Yeah, conquering underdog hero. 
Because I, I, I still don't get that from Roman Reigns. And I, I'm glad that they at least kind of acknowledge that. Now, he has a little bit of self-awareness to know that um, people will not take him at face value as an underdog. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows that now as a character. So that's good. Um, but since we're talking about it, do you want to run through you, Anna? You can pay back card and, and uh, yeah, 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 talk sure. predictions. You know what I've been... Uh, before we go into that, fantasy booking lang from, for WrestleMania. The best way to have handled the debut was like probably have the Bullet Club under... Have the Balor Club debut in that match, help Shane win. But it turns out Shane never contacted them in the first place. So it's like agent of chaos, part of the yeah. shield. But you know, um, we've seen Raw, and we don't want Vince to run it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Pero wala silang allegiances with anybody. Yeah, they, like, we helped out Shane to out. Themselves. And you no, know, it's like the Shield. Like they, they were doing it for justice. Yeah. So they were. Ba- yeah, yeah, they were battling injustice. Right, right, right. All right. Um, you know, um, I'm just looking forward to payback. Strangely, even though. I don't know. There are some feuds here that I'm looking forward to see uh, culminate at, or, or you know get to a higher level. Then again, uh, we might as well run through the card. Go, go, go. Your kickoff match is a rehash of WrestleMania. It's <laughs> Kalisto versus Ryback again for the U.S. title. This was lazy booking because uh, they had Ryback go over Kalisto in a non-title match on, on a SmackDown, which was good, but uh, apparently it was just a non-title match. <laughs> No, what's lazier about that is they could have had a storyline during the tag team tournament, which Kalisto and Sin Cara were part of. Yes. And Kalisto was injured. And it didn't look like it was a legit injury, did it? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was. But it's not, Because he seems okay now. Yeah. So they could have used that in some sort of story to propel Ryback into relevance again. Instead, people are wondering, number one, why does Ryback get a title shot again? Number two, what happened to the Kalisto we saw who was tearing it up in January with Alberto Del Rio? It's, it's a different Kalisto we're seeing in the sense that he's become the irrelevant champion. And that's what we didn't want to see out of the mid-card titles, right? Um, all the work that Cena put into elevating the U.S. championship is gone. Yeah. Um, suffice it to say, yeah. Unless after Ryback, there's a hotter feud. Like, why not just have you know Kalisa versus Apollo Cruz or something like that? Oh, I know. I face mean, versus face, just you know, light up the light up the the show. Not like they're doing anything significant with Apollo anyway. But uh, anyway, Kalisto Ryback prediction. Does it matter? Uh, it depends on what they want to do with Ryback. I think a title switch happens just so they can say that the kickoff is must-see. Not just that. Um, a title switch happens to resuscitate Ryback's heel turn and mid-card career. Yeah. I, yeah, so I'm going to go with a title change. Mm, but uh, it's also as likely in a Kalisto retains. Why? Well, I don't. <laughs> so why put it on Ryback? Uh-huh. Nobody's cheering for Ryback. Right, uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. Obviously, Corbin's yeah. gonna get the win yeah. here. Probably by a count out or something like that. No, I, I'm going for a clean win. No, I don't know. As much as I want Ziggler, I don't think it's to that easy. Back, they, I mean, with, with how lazy they're they're writing shit. <laughs> okay, uh, the tag team tournament final sponsored by Budios, Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus the Vaude Villains. I think this is Enzo and Cass is to lose. But uh, I have a feeling that they'll fuck with us and have the Vaudevillains go over. But obviously, the right thing to do is you know, Enzo and Cass. Yeah. But will it, the, the tag team match won't happen at Payback, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. Right. So, at best, the New Day will just show up to do commentary. Yeah. Right? All right. 
Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. I'm psyched for this. I like that they came out with a vignette this week on mm-hmm. Raw. So they explained it. Yeah, they finally What's acknowledged it. And uh, they showed pictures from when both Sammy and KO were beardless, you know, uh, f- from many years ago. Stuff from Kevin Owens' wedding, so they showed that too. So that was that was good. And I think that this won't end in a clean finish. Oh yeah, definitely. this will be a schmaz yeah. oh. towards the end. Um, Kevin Owens takes are uh, probably in a Sammy wins by DQ. Yeah, by DQ like or double count out or something. Yeah, that, this won't end in a clean Shmuz. clean finish. So that's that's bound to be good. I mean, at least we can trust them to not. Mess it up Dean Ambrose Versus Chris Jericho How much longer Is Jericho gonna stay In WWE Would you know No But it looks like No But no But there is no news On him leaving Yeah So I think This is a sustained run Yeah So it's possible That Jericho wins And You're the one Who listens to this podcast Yeah he hasn't said anything Then again I don't listen to his Announcements at the end anymore So I have no idea But he usually says These things at the beginning yeah, I skipped that too. I just go straight to the interview. Ah, so, okay. Yeah. That's true. So, I, I wouldn't know, honestly. Sorry, Chris. Um, I, I am predicting a Jericho win if it's going to be a sustained run uh, towards, say, Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. Like, this feud will probably culminate towards then. No, I think Dean needs to win this one. And just to end it and move on? No, no, no. Don't end it. But uh, Dean wins, have Jericho demand a rematch. Maybe Dean wins uh, by the skin of his teeth. Demand a rematch and keep it going. All right. Hanggang, I don't know, extreme rules? Something like that. Okay. Women's championship match. Charlotte versus Natalia with Ric Flair and Bret Hart as the managers. We've seen this match before. Yeah, on NXT. It's good. It's going to be good for sure. But they're not going to get the 20 minutes they got. Yeah, that's true. 10 out of 10, at least. 10 would be good. Two questions that I have to throw out there. One, I hope Bret Hart really is healthy enough. I mean, he did just come from chemo, the bus. It's just ball cancer. <laughs> cancer is still cancer. I know, though. I know. Well, I don't want to make light of for it. For one thing, when he was healthy, he was useless in the NXT match. There, that was my second question. When he's there, will he be of any use in the first <laughs> no, place? No, fuck this. <laughs> um, let me just tell you this. I uh, we have a longtime listener of the station who I did not know was a wrestling fan uh, until uh, this WrestleMania season, uh, and he messages me on my Facebook page, and he goes. What, what can you say about the return of the excellence of execution? And I tell him, this match has happened before. So I give him a link to the TakeOver match from two years ago. Jesus like, Christ. You're welcome. Crushed his dreams. What's <laughs> happening? Uh, he didn't reply. <laughs> but the match was good. Yeah, it was a great match. Two years but, ago, uh, I love that match. Only Bret Hart. Yeah. But I, I like how Natty is relevant again. I think this goes to show that any character can go through a cycle where they're made to look irrelevant, but when you book them properly, you can make them a believable contender. Uh, took you this long to realize that? Um, that's why I don't count any jobber out. That's why you don't count guys like Zack Ryder out. Yeah, except you can count Zack Ryder out now because like, I mean, like, he's not mentioned on main roster programming no, 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 anymore. No. Uh, quick, ex- well, not, not, it's not exclusive. But, uh, apparently, the boys in the ladder match got together. And petitioned for Zack Ryder win, and I appreciate that from from these guys about oh. to, to give Zack Ryder his WrestleMania moment. Um, this was apparently revealed in a Tumblr blog post you know, when, or, or something where the author of the post got into contact with Zack Ryder's brother. No, he got a letter from a reader who met Zack Ryder's brother. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So Zack Ryder's brother told the story. Now you know, they all petitioned. It was nice to see that you know, you know these guys like Kevin Owens and, Sam, and Sami Zayn. Na parang wala namang atang masadong like they haven't been in the company long enough to actually be boys with Ryder. Then again, I wouldn't know. 
Um, you know, these guys all petitioned for that to happen, so that was good on them. Um, now that we're talking about them, uh, the intercontinental title picture. Let's 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 predict this match: the Miz versus Cesaro for the intercontinental championship. I, I don't think, think Cesaro wins. Yeah, yet. not not tonight, but I think we are eventually building up to a Cesaro win, for sure. At this point, I think I think they're willing to pull the trigger now. It's just a matter of milking the feud yeah. to make the moment bigger. Uh, I, I don't think it's a cause for concern for the C-section. Can Cesaro look like a believable underdog, though? Or does he have to? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, Miz just has to, and uh, just has to be the cheating heel that he is. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so we're predicting the Miz for this match. Yeah. We haven't predicted the women's championship match, by the way. Charlotte uh, or Natalia. I think Charlotte, mm, Charlotte retains. Yeah. I think they're really going with this uh, long-ass run for Charlotte yeah. and the title. Like uh, I, I said before, WrestleMania happened. Okay, main event, World Heavyweight Championship match, Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles. Yeah, AJ's not winning this. No, con- no um, not clean. You know, he's, he's not losing clean. I think there is going to the be some shenanigans. From the club. No contest. Hmm. No contest? Yeah, wow. no contest. Oh, wow. Well, te- technically, if, it, if it's a no contest, it's going to be like AJ by DQ. So they're able. To, so AJ has a claim to the title at the next pay-per-view. Sure, yeah. You know what? I'm going to be the pessimist here and say that Roman pins AJ clean. And then whatever happens, happens after. Yes. Mm. That way, they can open up a spot for a new number one contender and have AJ feud with the club. Sure. I, I, I guess that's just me uh, no, I don't think... applying WWE logic. Mm, I don't think it happens clean. I think AJ loses because of the club. Okay, okay. So, don't we have a Hmm. I, think, I don't think it has to happen clean I think it happens clean Because I'm, I'm cynical about this And the club comes in afterwards Speaking of the club I just have to say Natawako when uh, JBL and Michael Cole They mentioned on Raw They used to be part of a club there <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Phrasing Seriously They used to be part of a club yeah, so, so so they said that those specific words. So yeah, I just had to put that out there. Um, why is Shane McMahon even running Raw anymore? Can we predict that? Because uh, they, they oh, are yeah, hyping yeah, this up. Wait, I don't know. Wait, the, Vince just chooses. That's it. There's no match. Yeah, there is no match. No, Vince like, just chooses. Like, why can't why can't they just name champions and like I you know wrestle in the name of Seth and Shane? I don't know. Uh, that was so easy to do. What the hell? There would have been people, but right, they could have put know, in. Yeah, you know. You know that would have been great for some for Apollo to do, because Shane brought Apollo in. Yeah. So might as well have him have, yeah. be Shane's champion. Shane's champion versus uh, I don't know who does Steph have? Uh, who is she? Kane? Nee. No, not Kane. Nee. Mark Henry? No. Uh, well, See the one friend of uh, no. someone from League of Nations. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Sheamus. Sheamus. Yeah, Sheamus. Yeah. Black yeah, the, versus the, White. The League of Nations is not Cookie booked for payback. Cream. The League of Nations is not booked for payback. In fact, they're breaking up today. Wait, today? Uh, on SmackDown. Oh, okay. I'm actually downloading SmackDown right now. All right. Um, it was suspect, though, na on Raw, they all came out individually without the others. Iba. Their own entrances, but they were still announced as League of Nations members. So if you had a keen eye, you would have noticed that. But thank you for the heads up, I guess, that uh, they would. Well, I didn't have... tell you how they break up. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, so there. Um, that would have been some. Oh, my God. I could do this. All day, you know. Why yeah, but, don't, but that's us. Why don't, being, I, why don't I run raw? No, but that's us being armchair bookers because you know, like we we and I mean, well, probably you know, know too I, much. There, there are a lot of people who rail against armchair bookers, but if you just find the right armchair booker, they'll do a lot better than WWE than Vince. Yeah, 
I wouldn't even say creative. It's a creative. Apparently, has a lot of good ideas that Vince just shoots down because he's Vince. Yeah. I guess my issue is just the fact that we just crapped all over the WrestleMania storyline. I've been saying this for weeks. Yeah, that's true. And I'm 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 upset about that. So that's it. Like I I always claim to demand um, demand more to demand better storytelling, and they did not pull that off. Nope, so I'm 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 very upset about that as a fan. Did you get to watch Lucha Underground this week or NXT? Nipa and Nipa. All right. Um, without spoiling anything, the trios tournament finals match is a must see. Kind of cluster fuckshot. In fact, I'm picking it as my pick of the week. Okay, go ahead. So it was, it, it's it's really good. You get to see all of these characters and all the interactions. Like with any cluster fuck match, you have a hard time keeping track of who's legal mm-hmm. or uh, who's fighting who. But by the end of it, you get a clear sense of what they're going to do next and. It, it was rejuvenating to see someone like, say, Rey Mysterio actually pull uh, pull off the shit he used to pull off. Mm. So that was refreshing. Banak pa stem cells, or he banak Germany, you know, he got yeah, the Kobe exactly. Bryant treatment. Yeah, 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 stem cell. So, so there, I had fun. Um, I love the entrances of uh, Dragon Azteca mm. and Prince Puma. So they came out in their garb with uh, their spirit animals. That was fun. And then <laughs> the bird eating a watermelon. Yeah, yeah. Yung yung parang gecko na ano. Uh, so that was fun um, Actually Lucha Underground this week was, was a whole lot of fun Even though it only had two matches So you get that match And the steel cage match Between cage, Mundo yeah. and Cage Yeah, Cage and the cage Yeah uh, so There NXT this week Obviously the highlight Is Nakamura versus Elias Samson, Elias Samson. I think that's the the, the so one and only time. That. The one and only time we'll get to say nah, Elias Samson is part of a highlight. The match is very quick. It's five minutes long. See, this is the thing. <laughs> it is five minutes long. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess that's it. My pick of the week um, is from SmackDown. Because y'all should be watching SmackDown. Yes, you should. I've been telling you that for a while. No, I've been telling you that for. I mean, before you before SmackDown even started getting good. Uh, well, it was good before, but you know it. It just didn't get its um, its prominence, its relevance until uh, this year. Uh-huh. Uh The match, uh, AJ Styles versus The Miz, two great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not. Wait, wait, wait. I can't remember if this that was last week or the week before. The week before was AJ versus Del Rio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's AJ Styles versus The Miz. Uh-huh. So uh, The Miz is proving to be a, a really handy uh, uh, in-ring hand, um, in-ring mechanic, if you will. So you put him there with a guy who's better than, than him. He'll... It's not like he's not a guy who, can, who drags um, a better guy down. I think what I like about the Miz is hindi mo nang naha- hindi mo nang walang masyadong psychology in game yeah. Like you remember the time when he used to yeah. finish people off with yeah, a figure, yeah, four, figure four, but he wouldn't work on their legs. Yeah, that's kind of changed. And he doesn't have to. Well, he tries to hit the figure four, but he doesn't really all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? And he focuses on character stuff now. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Don't touch the face. This is my wife. I'm gonna hide behind my wife. Things like that. So Miz might be the low key uh, best heel in WWE at the moment. Well, yeah. on the main roster. 
Yeah, with a high key. Beat. Oh wait, no, no, no. High key is a KO. KO, yeah, yeah. High key KO, low key uh, the Miz, right, right. So there, uh, those are our picks of the week. If you have anything to add, or if you know you feel differently about things, but, uh, you know, retroactive pick of the week. If you can still find uh, AJ versus Del Rio, please do find it. Yeah, that was a good match too. Oh. I, I enjoyed that too. Did she injured in yeah. So let us know. Uh, you can always hit us up on Twitter. It's at underscore Stan C, at Rose Warren, at the SGP podcast. And at Caveman Camus for our missing friend. Yes, our missing friend. Uh, we were supposed to have our friend Renzo come in and fill in for Camus this week, but we remembered he was in Boracay doing Boracay things and losing his wallet in the process. <laughs> oh, I, I will tell you this and our listeners that, yes, we are. Oh, you are? When? In mid May. What? Yeah. Well, how is that Le Borakai? It's not Le Borakai. I never said we were going to go to Le Borakai. I just said we were going to Borakai. I said, I asked but, if you were doing a Le Borakai thing. Oh, well, no. It's happening in mid May. And I may or may not be part of it. Whatever. Right. I don't care. Um, so, uh, PWR, by the way, happened over the weekend. If you missed out, you missed on a great show. The venue was great in the sense that it gave us back the grittiness of MCS, mm. um, but it wasn't as humid and contained. Mm. If, if uh, I could say that I believe some of the wrestlers said that That might have been the first time uh, They felt the wind blowing into the ring Yeah um, I, I, I heard the same that? feedback I heard the same feedback I didn't feel that Because I wasn't topless yes, For one You don't have to be topless But yeah, I, I, could, I could feel a bit of it um, I think one of the best part, parts was and I, uh, and I could say this from somebody who was watching in the back Was we could actually watch from the back <laughs> Screen. <laughs> yeah, we, we could watch the matches from the back. Like nobody could see us, but backstage we were like, oh, okay, so that happened, and and this happened. Yeah, this is great. So that was. Uh, so we got to thank all the people in Paranaque who wel- uh, Paranaque who welcomed us, and we hope to be back there very very soon. Of course, the next event is May twenty eighth. It's Revolution X venue to be announced. TBA. And my job's on the line. And if you want to know more about that, just uh, look look it up on uh, Instagram or on the goat. So hashtag the goat on FS. All right. Yeah, that's a YouTube new there. I tried looking. It's not on their YouTube account. Oh uh, well, well. But somebody recorded it. I just can't remember who. The PW artists did. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. it's on their page, Facebook.com/slash PW artists, and I believe the PWR official page also shared that, so you can find out how this whole thing with Casey Montero began. Anyway, uh, we'll come back next week and we'll tell you if we got Camus or Renzo or whoever else decides to show up on the podcast because anything can happen in the SGP podcast. Um, on behalf, <laughs> Seriously. On behalf we're trying to of, line up interviews, yeah. Yeah, we are, we are. So we're working on that. On behalf of Ravishing Romaran, my name is Stunning Stan C. Thank you very much to lis- uh, for listening to the number one 104th ranked podcast in the sports and rec section. Catch you next week right after payback. Peace out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the SJP Podcast. To get more from the voice of the modern Filipino wrestling fan, go to www.smarkhenry.ph. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.